budgeting is very tough to do and really only works with people who have like an accountant type uh, personality, which is very few people, like very few people uh, have that personality. And so actually creating a budget, first of all, and then making sure that you track your expenses every single month to make sure you're on track or off track next to nobody will do outside of outside of accountants. And then a whole lot of them are just too busy to do it uh, for, for themselves. Even with the software that can track it for you, you have to go in there and reconcile, uh, reconcile meaning make sure that what, you know, the, the, the action that was recorded was actually, you know, in the category it's supposed to be. Uh, uh, and, and there's programs that do it. Some of them you do it automatically if you bank with like Bank of America. Um, but even with that, it's still hard to, um, manage that process because people are busy and just naturally like it's just not going to do it. And so what what works well for most people is not necessarily, you know, trying to stick to a budget or creating a budget, but creating a money management system, right? And a system is something that forces you to do something that you know you need to do. For example, right, if you, if you say, hey, you know, I, I want to work out. I know I want to work out early. Um, you know, it's important for me to work out early, then you may set a vibrating alarm on your phone and then place and then and then have an alarm that goes off five minutes after your vibrating alarm um, that, that's right next to your kid's room or your wife's uh, or your spouse. I have a wife, but spouse, your, your spouse's um, uh, desk next to their bed, right? So that way it forces you to say, hey, look, if I have a hard time getting up, when my vibrating alarm goes off and I normally ignore it, I'll get up because I don't have to hop up and cut off the other alarm that's going to wake up my kids or my spouse, and that's not going to be nice. So that forces you to get up. That's, that's a system that forces you to take action that you want to act, take. Or, for example, accountability, right? Accountability, having a gym partner meet you at the gym at a certain period, point in time, it creates a system because you don't want to uh, let, let the person down, especially if you're a person who you know, you value people in relationships, but you, you, know, you need to know yourself and then you can create a system that forces you to do something. So same with, with money, right? A system works well. And so what I, what I like to do, the system I like to use is I'll break expenses up into fixed expenses. So these are expenses that you have to pay every single month. That's uh, mortgage or rent, insurance, um, utilities, things that come month in and month out. And if you don't pay them, something either shuts off or defaults um, and so that is one category of expenses and then we go through the discretionary expenses so things that you can manipulate or change that's gas that's groceries that's entertainment um, you know haircuts you know in subscription services you know like Netflix that you can cut off and there's no penalty fee or anything like that um, and so those are a separate category and then I'll say okay how much are we spending over here how much are we spending over here now, once you do that, the easiest thing to do is create two separate accounts. You'll have an account that all your, you know, your paycheck goes into, and that account, um, you know, will cover your fixed expenses because most of that is on automatic bill pay or automatic draft. But then every time you get paid, you transfer yourself the appropriate amount of money that you and your household agreed upon that goes to the discretionary, right? So discretionary is the part where we either we blow money on things because we're not counting it. Um, so again, entertainment, eating out, that kind of stuff. 
And so you, you, you create a set budget. So you say, Hey, if we have $4,000 left over after we, um, count our fixed bills and we know, Hey, we really only realistically need $2,000 towards our discretionary per month. You make sure that in that account monthly, you deposit $2,000, right? Or maybe a thousand on the first, a thousand on the 15th. But the point is you have a set amount and that means the other 2000 that you um, normally overspend, um, you can have that drafted out of your, the, the main account that, um, that you get paid, that you pay yourself uh, into that can, you can set up an auto draft like your bills that goes to uh, your savings account or extra date payment or investment account. And you know that you're not going to overspend, right? So that's, that's one way, you know, and, and another system might be, you might, you know, you might separate, you might separate it out <clears throat> and then um, put your discretionary money into a savings account or some other account and then, you know, run your credit cards for your discretionary expenses that don't exceed the amount of money you have in an account and just pay it off every single month if you want to get some points, right? Or, um, you know, depending on you and your spouse, you can say, hey, you know, we know that we're pretty good on sticking to uh, the budget on on groceries and, and you might have a gas car, but where we overspend is on stuff for ourselves. So you might just have a, um, you know, two separate spousal accounts. Hey, you get X amount of money in your account, you get X amount of money in um, your account every time we get paid and you can spend it on whatever you want. When it's gone, it's gone. Um, and, but that, that can help control overspending and, you know, it, it'll help a lot of arguing. And, you know, for us, like, I, you know, I pay for date night. I get to surprise my wife with different gifts, right? It, it, it actually helps me be able to, you know, spend money on her and show love to her. Cause this, you know, when it's in the same account, even though it's the same money now, um, uh, it is tougher to do that. But if you have your own account, you can surprise the spouse. You can actually spend part of your allowance on them, which shows love. And, you know, it's tested dead when it's all mixed in. So there's a lot of different things you can do, but the point is to build a system because um, if you're not swiping out of that main operating account because everything's bill paid or auto draft, you're not going to overspend. You don't have to watch it. You know, you can a couple times a year when bill change, when bills change, adjust your budget. But for the most part, you'll stick to it because most people don't overdraft. You know, some do, but, the majority of people don't overdraft, they're gonna, but they're going to spend everything in the account, just like time, right? You're gonna, if you have 10 days to do a project or 10 hours to do a project, you're going to get it done in the same amount of time. And money works the same way. You're just creating limits around uh, the amount of money that you spend and then setting up a system um, to keep you on track and to set, a, set aside the money you want to invest, use for debt payment, and use for savings. So systems, 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 that is the key to being successful in um, putting away and saving money. This is for informational and educational purposes, not meant to be financial or investment advice. You need to seek your own counsel before making decisions. Investing involves risk. No investment is guaranteed unless otherwise stated. Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm. Uh, check us out, stonehillwealthmanagement.com. Have a good one.